0: I and mean, those kids, like you just said, Justin, Jalen, and Derek, have been in our program. They grew up in it. They grew up in team final and since middle school, you know, being a part of the program. And they watched the Cam Redditions. They watched the Michael kidd Gilchrist, the Deion Waiters, the, the Tyreek Evans. They watched all of them. Welcome to the 3 for 3 podcast, the 3 and D podcast. This is your host, Lavelle Kosh, a.k.a. Coach Kosh, a.k.a. Coach Lavelle. This is the podcast for athletes, adults, coaches, and active individuals who want to live a pain-free life. Welcome to 3 for 3, the 3 and D podcast with your host, Lavelle Kosh. I have a special guest, Aaron Burt, the man, the myth, the legend. AB, what's up, man? What's up, Val? What's going on, baby? So everyone knows this is the podcast for parents, athletes, and active individuals who want to live a pain-free life. We have three questions in three areas, sports, business, and travel, and then we just let the conversation go from there. So I have, like I said before, Mr. Aaron Burt. He's from Camden, New Jersey, the uh, 1985 Camden State Championship team. Played at Ryder University, got the M.S. from Lincoln University, director of team final over fifteen years, to 2014 EYBL Coach of the Year, coach for Nike 100, coach for Made Hoops, Marquee Hoops. This the, the 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 resume goes on and on. It took me a minute to do our research. It took me a lot, <laughs> lot, 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 lot of research, but like I said before, we're in for a treat today to have uh, coach a coach AB on. AB, what's up, man? What's up, Val, man? How's it going, man? Well well first and foremost, just wanna uh thank you for you know joining me. And uh, I say it's a lot and I, I generally mean it, you know, being a part of Team Final is something that I didn't realize I needed until I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, it thinks about uh Steve Jobs. He said in creating the iPhone, we wanted a product so good people didn't know they didn't need it until they had it.
1: Right, right,
0: right. And that's where my my uh my back my my experience has been with team final so people who don't know what team final is i I don't understand how you don't don't know by now but if someone living under a rock somewhere in mars just just give them an overview of what team final is and what it represents well you know what man team final is the uh nike eybl philadelphia based program and uh we've been in existence for man 20 years 21 years or so we've coached man i would say over uh 15 20 NBA picks over 400 college athletes um what we are is a is a it's 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 more than AAU basketball people talk about AAU basketball um and when they talk about it I don't think it's what we do what we do is really elite travel but I, uh it's 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 almost evolved into college basketball um with what we do and helping to coach and run this program um it's it's been a blessing it's been a it's, it's been a blessing um to impact all these kids and families lives and even to bring someone on like you lavelle that um carves your niche out. um and your stuff is so important with the recovery with the strength and conditioning um and, and it helps our program grow to what it is today and uh we're just glad to have you i'm glad to be a part of it i'm lucky and to, just to be able to touch all these young men's and families' lives but um we're we're an entity that's been around for a while and, and trying to continue to make impacts. So as I said before, I got the research. So you guys have been around for over 19 years, over 121 D1 players. That's just D one. That's not yeah. counting D two, three, and so on. Over 23 NBA players. Like <laughs> it sounds so crazy because that's yeah. the world we live in, but that's not not normal to have one, let alone double-digit NBA players. And it's not just, you know, we had one good year. No, I mean, like, over decades of NBA-level athletes, over 12 McDonald's All-Americans, right. and the last three number one players in the country, most recently Justin Edwards, Derek Lively, and then Jalen Doran. To have one number one player is impressive. To have two, but to get back-to-back-to-back back, to back, to back 3 Pete. It, it's, it's 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 crazy, and it just shows you know the way you guys do it the right way. and most importantly, you do it for the kids, you know, I yeah, can we we've been, say that, yeah, we've been lucky to have support of the Philadelphia area. Like we have great relationships with the area coaches. um, and those kids, like you just said, Justin Jalen and Derek have been in our program. They grew up in it. They grew up in Team Final and since middle school, you know, being a part of the program. And they watched the Cam Reddish's. They watched the Michael Kidd Gilchrists, Deion Waiters, the, the Tyrese Evans. They watched all of those guys. They watched those guys and wanted to be those guys. And we're fortunate enough that their families have trusted us, allowed us to coach them and kind of just, you know, stay out the way and ask for our advice when needed. But they, those young men were allowed to be coached, hard, um, mentored, Um, you know tracked we do we do all those things and we've been lucky to have those guys and uh you know we do a great job identifying talent but we all do so we do a great job cultivating it making sure these guys are prepared for college prepared to work and prepared to like be coached on the next level at at a, at a, at a, at a higher clip now for the parents listening i hope you guys understand that he said we coach them hard this new age of hand holding and trying to make sure everyone's happy that's not real life and i get it the transfer portal coaches gotta do what you gotta do sometimes you gotta you know ben i get that but at some point someone says no this is the standard that we're setting you either get in line or get out and i think too often people are too nervous to draw a hard line in the sand and be like no you 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 can't do this you know being last year with Justin Edwards, a, a great kid, a great player, a better kid, I've seen coaches get in him, and he's, okay, coach, and he goes about it. It wasn't just, yeah. oh, he's picking on me. No, no, no. This is the standard for everybody. You right. know? And I was going to ask you this later, but since we're on a subject, when you get a kid of that caliber, you know, uh, NBA D1 Is there something that shows you he's going to be different? Is there an inkling? Is there something that you look at and like, you know what? Now, you always can't tell if someone's going to be a pro or not. But there's something that sticks out to you more than not. Well, I think with with all of our kids, like, they've been blessed and sprinkled with a little bit of stuff that God didn't sprinkle on some of us. You know what I mean? That's one thing. Um, The second thing is a competitive nature. Like, these kids, we have a competitive culture, and we improve it. I think we've improved it year in and year out with a competitive nature because the younger guys look how the older guys compete and it's worked for us. Um, but I think also um, the work ethic, the work ethic and ability of a kid to get coached. Like you take a guy like Jalen um, you know, he was doing a thousand pushups a day, you know, before he was lifting and, and changing his body. You know, and, and Lavelle, you can attest to his work ethic. In the gym, you look at Derek Lively, a guy that honestly in the eighth grade really couldn't walk and chew gum, and he'll tell you, you know, he was just awkward. But he's grown to be a, a top tw- a number twelve pick in the draft this year. Some guys you can pinpoint early, like Tariq. You know, I, I thought Jalen was a pro the first time I saw him. Cam Reddish, Michael Kilgillcrush, Michael you can like identify those guys early. But you know, some of the guys, man, it's just like. the the work ethic they put in, the culture we've had. Um, And honestly, man, the coaches, you know, coaches are, are really good. You know what I mean? That we brought into the program to help these guys out and get to the next level. It's it's funny you you say that. So this is going to be released after Peace Jam. So you know it's it's, it's nothing going to going to stop us. You know what our ultimate goal is. But on the coaching part, people don't realize that this is coaching. It's not rolling the ball out and just hooping. Yeah. Like practicing, scout. Yeah. Like I've been a part of college programs, high level prep programs, and it's no different than what the program we have here. at Team final. It's not just we're just gonna show up and hoop. Yeah, what we do is college basketball. You know, we we scout, we we do film study, you know, we practice, we teach intricacies of the game. We do skill development and we know our opponent like the back of our hand, um just like our opponent should know us like the back of their hand. So, um it's 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 it's, it's very very detailed and you have to be not just an athlete, but you have to be committed, you have to be intelligent you have to learn a lot of different things to just to be a part of this. This isn't for everyone. This isn't just roll the ball out and let's see if you can score 50 on this team and beat this team. No, there's defensive schemes. There's offensive schemes. There's planning, communicating. There's game intricacies, you know, to learn. So it's a lot. It's it's really a lot. And um, for anybody that, that can, that would downplay it, you know, I've coached high school basketball and I've, done this there's nothing like this elite level basketball we play with a shot clock um you know so it it changes the game up a lot of high school basketball is so antiquated where you know a kid can just hold the ball for two four two to three minutes and it's not really basketball this stuff it's really it's, it's it's really different man and i've been blessed and been fortunate to you know learn a lot learn from good people pass it on and um just to keep the program going Oh, 100%. It's, it's definitely a, a team effort and just seeing how all the stuff comes together and just being around everybody. And then they're also kids. Like, we got to make sure we tell people this too. People think, oh, everyone wants to. No, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't want to do the work. They don't. They're kids. They want to do like every other kid play games and shadow box, all the stuff the kids do. Yep. So it's a process of getting those kids to buy in and teach them. So even though you have the physical attributes, you're still 16, 17, what have you, and you got to do the work. So that's another whole podcast itself teaching not teaching but more so motivating kids to do it especially you know all the different stuff man i'll be the first one to admit (laughs) i was distracted as a young kid when i didn't have anything i couldn't imagine having a phone and computer and all the other stuff they have like i tell the kids all the time y'all do better than me because i don't know how i'll be able to manage all things y'all manage to still come in and be locked in for the most part yeah, times are different, man. They have so many different obstacles, so many different vices, so many different things they could look at or could be doing. But when it's time to work, these kids we got, man, they work because they they prioritize school and basketball. So yeah. it's prioritized, you know what I mean? So they know they can goof around. They like having fun on TikTok, dancing and all that kind of stuff. But when it's time to work, man, they put those things down. These kids tune in, they look at you in the eye, they respect you, and they want to be coach. They they yes. want leadership and they want to be coach. And I think that's anybody, you know what I mean? But I think we do an excellent job of letting the kids know our standard, where we are, what we do, how we're going to do it, move the way we want to move. And it, it helps those families out where these kids are getting these scholarships and, and uh, you know, going to school for free. 100%. And then on that work part, so, you know, everyone... Listen to the pod. This is a, a strength and conditioning, the workout, pain-free podcast. So the question I always start off with, ask people is, "What was the first memory that you have of working out for a sport?" Now I know you you played back in the day, so I, <laughs> I, I don't know they had they, they had weights. I know y'all y'all using uh, clay pots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Like when we were coming up, like the 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 black top was the was the holy grail. You know what I mean? Being being good in the black top um being good in sunny hill league Oof. uh and and playing for your city in the high school that was it you know what i mean yeah, we dabbled in weights a little bit here and there when we were younger you know what i mean but really playing we didn't have the resources and the education that's that's available now but um you know dylan you know we did some we did weights in high school you know we did body stuff to get our bodies right but you know what man like we played outside all the time. So our our twitch muscles developed outside, you know, everything developed just from playing outside. That was my era and, and it's a lot different now. But um, you know, as at a young age, man. Like I remember the first time I maybe lifted was maybe like 8th 8th ninth grade to do something with weights for your body specifically to get stronger just so I can be bigger and better going into the high school level, you know, to compete to make the varsity team as a freshman. So. I always say the the kid the i always say that we worked out these kids trained, you know cuz i'm younger than you and we did lace, but it was some nonsense bench press right. like you know it wasn't up serious you went in there to check a box but the stuff that the kids I have in my gym at Three and D, the the movement, we got different machines and equipment. We got the stuff that the pro guys be using. Yeah, and, yeah I seen them working out. I'm like, yeah, because I, I I got it from them too. Like it's just it's just a whole different world now. And if you don't work out and lift weights, you can't compete on another level. And more importantly, you could injure. Right, you can compete. A lot of things you do is body development, but you also do injury prevention. You know what I mean? It's so much education about all of that stuff now that we didn't have. Wow. So to compete right now, you got to be in tip-top shape. I, and I don't mean just be able to run constantly. I mean, your body, you have to be strong. You have to move a certain way, the twitch muscles. So you have to train right now to be an elite athlete. And that's that's the baseline. Yes. You know, and I'm talking about the skill level. I'm just talking about your body has to be in tip-top shape you know to play at that high level, you know, and along with the skill level and knowledge of the game. But you got to like you have to invest in yourself and your body to really be to really be good at any sport you play. So thinking of investing in the business side. So I love sports, business, and travel. I think you can learn the most out of yourself and your friends <laughs> if you travel with people. You learn really quickly. I'm never traveling ever again. I'm never yes. going to business with you ever again. In the role on a sports team. I'm never being with you because those are I think are the three things that you can quickly say who you are and who are the people around you, so from that investment standpoint, how much time do you think kids should invest into skills and drills and to plan pickup when getting ready for their season i think i think i think um it's it's a like it's there's no correct answer or response for it, but I think you have to find where and I know when I was young. If I worked on an in out cross on my left hand for a week, you know, a couple hours a day, things of that nature, I knew my goal on a weekend when I was playing pickup. I didn't care about won or loss. I wanted to win and stay on the court, but I wasn't going to get picked back up. I'm working on that in out cross like most of that game. I'm not caring what people are saying, thinking. Pick up, I'm working on that skill. If it's an in-out cross with your left hand, pass with your left hand, or I'm working on those things I worked on all week and I'm applying it in and pick up basketball, along with the other stuff I already have to make sure I can do it, that I worked on it and I mastered it. So, so to me, you have to play like I after I like after a while, like when I got a little older, i say ninth grade, I played pick up with a purpose. Yeah, And that was from all the, like, the stuff I worked on. Like, if I worked on something that week, I did it in pickup games later on in the week. And and that's how I tracked myself growing up to work on certain things just to get better. It's, it's so tough, too, because I feel like nowadays there's too much skills and drills. There's not enough pickup where you're just going at each other and just going – and I think even playing one on one, you get some of that out of it, too, because you learn how to, you know, move going against one person. Also, from a defensive standpoint, you understand, you know, what you could do and do not do because you if you can't play certain angles, you know, I just don't like how it's just skills, drills and games. And in between where you learn and build and, and you mess up because I don't care how good you are. If you're doing a new move, it's not going to be the way you want. But so that's right. why you're going. You get the time it okay. Let me give him a little something else. Let me give him Hesi. Let me set it up a little bit more, whatever the case may be. Even growing up in Camden, like, yo, we played. Like you, 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 you have to play. Like all these co- cones aren't on bask in basketball game. Cones don't push and back. I, and 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 you know, I I can see you doing some drills with cones, how to get to certain spots, or whatever. But when you're doing 100 dribbles through something and all that, that's not real basketball. That's not, that's not how it is. I remember being younger growing up in Camden. We used to play one-on-one full court. Ooh, like, I remember those days. One-on-one full court. just And that was tradition. It went all yes. the way to the point where my best friend, Vic Carp Starfield, he's the mayor Camden right now, played at Temple University. Like, when we were in high school, like, we would like act like we ain't work out during the day. Like, what you do today? Nah, I did do nothing, man. Are like, we hooking up later? Yeah, play a little bit. I know he worked out. I know. Right, he worked right, out. right, right, right. He started early. You know early. what I'm saying? He downplayed it. I downplayed, but we got on the court. You play one on one half court. Then we might play one on one full court. It went all the way to where traditions like that carried on. I remember when I was at Ryder and Dewan Wagner, not DJ Wagner, Dewan Wagner, the father, because we grew up in the same area. Yep. Like he was in maybe the third grade or so. He would see my car. I would see him at the courts by himself, just drilling. I would go play him one-on-one full court. That's what we did. You ever do one-on-one on one, full court, only threes, only layups? Yo, you, know, you had to pick up full court. You had to pick up full court, push, push it full court. Like, and it, it, you know, like little things like that, even Rough House, it worked on Oh, yeah. People call it, people call it 21. 21. We call it a yep. rough house in camp. Yeah, 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 I heard about it. But project. it worked on boxing out. It worked on shooting the, the, the three at the top of the key. Having it that pull-up. playing against two and three people. It worked on everything. Oh, and yeah. it got you better. It worked on toughness. Like, all of that stuff. It it definitely worked on worked on the pull-up, too. Because oh, yeah. you got a million people in the paint. So you can't yes. go in there. Nope. And, you, and, and back then, floaters weren't as prevalent as they are now. Nah. So, so I'm, I am I got to do my pull-up. So that's it. And you can double team. You're working on angles. Like, those Everything. Are, are good. Like, one of my favorite drills I do for speed and agility with my kids is tag. Because you're changing direction. You're cutting. You're stopping. You're thinking. You're being creative. Like, I tell people, you can't teach unpredictability by being exactly. predictable. It's just not, oh, run, run 10 feet and make a left like then how can I change it to the game where the person is pushing me and I love tag it's a great game and it's fun like it's something to be said about being fun and getting those energies going of moving your body and and stuff like that think about it we played that as a kid like on like every day like you couldn't wait to be in the schoolyard playing tag and you're developing you're developing yes. from playing tag and you're you're bringing it back those outside games we used to do it they develop your twitch muscles and all that kind of stuff they're they're important you still have to train, but man, like it's so many different ways yep. for for you to maximize your potential with with your athleticism. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now there, now that was the 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 more so the, the the game side of basketball. Within that same business standpoint, when did you learn about the business of basketball? You know, it's different levels to the business. It's it's very different levels. So at a young age, when I was coaching younger guys you know, you start learning the business of having an elite player and what comes with an elite player, the commitment of certain things, the doors that open when having an elite player. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you, you, it's a business outside because some doors open where you can it, you can help other kids get exposure in different avenues because you have an elite player and stuff like right. that. Um, and, and once you get older and you're running a program like Team Final, um, now it's about... Um, promoting your brand, um, promoting, you you know, your your players, your brand, and then helping those guys get to the next level. So the business aspect where I'm at now, where I I talk to college coaches, I talk to agents, I talk to financial advisors and planners about these guys' futures and give these families options and educations so they can pick. He, he He sounds like he'll service us in a better situation so we're going to go with him. Right. We don't like this or We like that. Like We've sat in, in, with so many agents and financial planners and so many. So we, we have the, the blueprint of questions to ask, what to look for. It could be for a, a, a top player or a mid-level player. We know because we've done it. We lived it. So it, it's so much that comes into it. But throughout my time, I've been involved with it so long. There's so many different levels of the layers of the business aspect when it come to it. Even what we do, man, it's like you have to make sure these kids are in good situations. You have to make sure you don't lie to people, families and all that kind of stuff because from the top player to the last player, there's some sort of business aspect that goes along with them because they're all going to school on the next level. Now, now speak on that though, because I don't think people realize Two things can be true. You can build your brand and the team's brand. I don't think anybody does that better than Final because obviously, you know, with NIL now, kids won't get paid, and I get that. And I don't disrespect right. nobody, but that doesn't mean that you gotta be a diva or you gotta be extra. You can do two things at once. Right. We've been lucky enough, man, to be in this platform on the Nike EYBL. You know, we've been very, very lucky and be successful as. At- there's year long planning. It doesn't just happen where, you know, you start something in, in March and you play in to July and then you shut it down to March. There's year long planning. There's year long conversations. There's year long things that go on with it. And it's very time. It's very time consuming and you have to work with people that you like working with when it comes to this stuff. Yes. But um, you know, and people that's committed with the same passion in the same vision that you may have that are on board. I mean, we've been around where we've had a lot of people come in and they'd be like, you know what? This isn't for me. This is like, it's, it's really too much. You know what I mean? Um, we've had people that, that come and springboard in guy like you and carve out, carve out your relationship with these guys. So if you're not around, these guys are looking for you. Like where's Lavelle, where's Lavelle. We need Lavelle. You know what I'm saying? So, there's so much when it comes to, you know, helping build team final. And as we've gotten older guys like you and other coaches and the way we do, things have evolved and it's different. The game has changed, but we've done things differently because we've, we've gotten older. We've learned more. We've had more exposure and things of that nature and it helps build our brand. But we help, we, we make sure like the players that need um, to get pushed and marketed the way they need to, we also make sure we take care of that because you'll have you'll have like everybody's a media guy now you know <laughs> know what I'm saying? so everybody with a camera think everybody man, but you got to make sure these guys are in front of the right people that are doing it for the right reasons that yeah. you are not for 50 more uh uh followers because i interviewed a uh, justin edwards yep. or a uh a uh amad noel you know what i'm saying no it it has to be you're doing it with the proper proper avenue the proper attention and not just for yourself you know what i mean shout out to jay though our guy my man my man be uh mad uh amazing with the camera and uh and it is it's all about that kind of stuff Just doing it the right way and more importantly Having the goal in mind of helping that person out, you know, and then the last he knows a magician. He's uh, a magician. Shout out to my guy. I know uh, he's, a, he's like a mad scientist because he, you don't even know he gets stuff. And Then if you ask him if he got quick. it, it's like yeah, it's disrespect. He's like yo, AB, don't disrespect me. You know, he gets yeah. it done. He working. You think you think he's doing? He's work. He's constantly working, and he gets like a perfect production out. In like a matter of minutes, he's just mastered. He's great. So, so I, I, I seen him a couple of weeks back where at the gym. I <laughs> met my, my man Jalen, and, uh, and he's coming in for a workout. Uh, yep, and then the last thing, I'm going to get you out of here on, on the travel part. So um, I know you're you're a big traveler. And then back to, you know, like I said, strength and conditioning and all that. Uh, do you work out when you when you travel? And, and if so, what would you like to do? Yo, man, you know me, LaVelle. I have to. I got to get up and get these old bones moving and, and and, mm. and you know, so you have the energy, you have the energy to deal with, to, to coach the kids and show them your energy, so, yeah. you know, I get up and do three miles on the treadmill, two to three miles on the treadmill in the morning, you know, today I did some back, you know, tomorrow I'll do maybe some chest, uh, yesterday I did, uh, what did I do yesterday, I forgot, I did legs yesterday, but I make sure I get my two to three miles in every day, you gotta work out, because if you don't keep your, yourself together and you you can't you know be there with energy with body movement for those athletes you know what i mean you're you're wasting your time you can't just talk to them you got to model you got to direct you got to show and you got to give them the energy they need to compete as well no no question i'm give you a quick tip so you know, whenever you, you're doing that uh, back, you always want to do the same same muscle, the same, uh, two different muscles the same day. So you're doing back, you do chest. If you do arms, you do tricep. This is h- h- help with the uh, equilibrium and everything. I'm laughing because <laughs> AB, AB does one of the <laughs> best of the Lavelle impressions. <laughs> that I've seen. And I, I everyone love making fun of my oppression and my laugh. I don't know why but everyone love love loves getting me. And it's all the fun. I, I'm a good sport. I've been playing sports for years. So if you're not getting made fun of, then you're not, you're not on a team, you know, and it's all in good fun. But I always laughed when I, I give it me be in the exercise cause I know he just, I'm the best, up. the best Lavelle caution person. Uh, it, if y'all hilarious. need a voice. It's hilarious. It's, it's, you never want to get laughed, and you uh, <laughs> ask me, can you doing the pressure? The kids are laughing too. Yeah, it, it's gonna get fun. Um, this travel question I always ask people tell me a lot about you. Tell me a whole lot about you. So, do you take your stuff out of the suitcase, or do you keep it in the suit? Do you take it out and put it, you know, hangers and in, in in the cabinets, or do you live out of your suitcase? That's a question I ask everybody. You know what, man. I'm one of the guys that I utilize the dressers. I, util- I utilize people the, who live uh, out of suitcases. Something wrong with you. I don't know how you do it, especially for long. A week can I get you. But if you're here somewhere yeah. for a week and you pull us out yeah. your suitcase, I don't know how you do it. First thing I, I can't do, I, do my it, Shoes lined up against the wall. Yeah. My stuff lined up in the closet. I'll hang it up. I'll do all that kind of stuff. You got to make it comfortable because you're going to be unorganized. So it, it's crazy. I don't understand how people do it. And then the one thing that I do is now, I'll start putting the dirty clothes into the suitcase so then I don't got to have it all mixed around. And then before I leave, that one big dirty clothes, if there's a, a washing machine, if I, if I can, I'll try to do one wash or at least put in the bag, away from the clean stuff. Because then they go all mixed together. You you know. I put my pods. I put my pods with me. I got some singles so I get some quarters. Oh, you ain't playing. <laughs> nah, <laughs> ain't so playing. in the middle of the, since we're here for a week, in the middle of the week, I wash if I'm there for a week. I wash my workout stuff in the middle of the week. And then if it's time, if it's enough time before I leave, I'll watch that stuff. So I'll pack it up neatly. So when I get home, I ain't got to worry about it. You know, I, I I plan it all out, man. It's it's especially when you're traveling so much. So my last question, I always ask everybody's question. I stole it from a guy named Guy Raz. So do you Do you contribute your success to? I'm sorry. How much of your success do you contribute to a kid from Camden who was a three year starter? worked his way from, you know, playing and then obviously be a D1 player and working with certain players or how much of your success do you contribute just to being lucky? You know what, man, it's it's a combination of both, man. God has blessed me, but a lot of it comes from my foundation with my mom, you know, my parents, my family, um, you know, going to church every Sunday, just having structure all the time. But it also comes from, it comes from, you ask anybody from Camden that's successful, man. Like it comes from coming out of that, out of that city. You know what I mean? You know, I I grew up in the project in Centerville. Um, my I had, you know, my two best friends since fourth grade. We've grown up together playing and competing. But I watched the older guys play and compete and I wanted to be like them. Yeah. Camden High basketball was like playing for the Lakers coming up. So I want to do everything right. You know, to right. make sure my family wasn't disappointed, my friends wasn't disappointed, and I, I could play at Camden High School, you know, and represent the city. So the city, man, like my my the background of my mom, you know, and my family, you know, being a being a a mother that stressed education, a stress discipline, stress respect, and then growing up in that city, man, the mentors that I had, people that the people that came before me. Right, that, that gave me the ability to be who I am, and then give back to people in back of me. So I can go name on. I can man. I can get name so many people, Lavelle, from the city, that that were idols to me, man. But like uh, you know, Camden, uh, anybody from Camden, will let you know, man. Like that city means a lot to everybody that comes through there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What what what? A B. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having. me. Thank you for coming here and being a part of Three and D podcast. Is definitely what was a great episode, and um, everybody just check us out well I'm sorry it's going to come out uh it's probably come out yeah it's come out after peace jam so we'll, we'll be able to you know talk about how he did and coming home with that, that peace jam trophy and then make a podcast even a little yeah, we win it we got to do another one man Oh 100%. we got to do another one we won 100% I, and then yeah. I'm 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 doing Rob uh, Brown later later this week, but definitely I gotta get both of y'all together. That that that'd be that'd be, a funny, <laughs> that'd be a funny 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 episode. No, man, no yes, doubt. Sir. Well, well, well thank you for having us. As always, you guys will follow us three D on everything. And everyone, stay active, stay fit, and get after it.